Get your sillies in. You're gonna need them. You're gonna need them. Get them in. Ian, stop getting your sillies out. Suck them back in. <laughs> Suck up those sillies, boys. <laughs> All right, we have our cold open for the next episode. <laughs> Not gonna make people listen to that. You sucking up your sillies? <laughs> yeah. I also just don't like that phrase. Not because if we suck up your sillies, the bro. hashtag for the show would be hashtag suck up your sillies. <laughs> Uh, please, please that could be the us. title. They don't. They won't <laughs> even know. Shitty mashups. Oh fuck! Happy Friday. Suck a up good your weekend. Suck, suck up, up your, your sillies. sillies. <laughs>
Ooh, just a tiny bit. It's mostly just fun to see. Did you guys have multiple tracks in mind or did you immediately know what you wanted to use and just had to find songs that went with it? I had no idea what I was going to do going into this. <laughs> I had a tough time getting inspiration to this and I had to listen to a lot of stuff. And what tripped me up a lot is actually just that film scores and to differentiate score from a soundtrack, soundtrack is like a like if a if a movie has a Rihanna song in it, that's a soundtrack. Whereas if it's just background music it's not a like song that released on the billboard top 100 or whatever then it's um then then it's the score it's just like background music rather than you know front and center yeah but um the problem i had is a lot of those like to mess around with the time signatures just a little bit most of them are still in like four four time but every once in a while you get like this weird extra measure or like an extra beat in there just to kind of like mm. build tension for a second or yeah. you know tempo changes shit like that but um i got something i got something i'm very very happy with yeah no you're you're right around. they're they're very structurally different from regular songs and that that did make it a challenge i had two songs oh, that i see. that i knew it was going to be one or the other and um I started working on the first one and didn't even try anything on the second one. I was just like, nope, this is it. <laughs> okay, so another qualifying question. Well, it sounds like um, Ian knew pretty off the bat, but I'll ask the question anyway. Did you have a specific genre of movie in mind? Because you could do a lot of like action movies that have just a wide variety of scores, or you've got like horror movies that have a very specific <laughs> kind of score. Well, why don't you tell me what you think I used? <laughs> <laughs> you know what let's just get into it this week ian goes first oh boy i don't think i know this one i'll just tell you now it's from interstellar mm. yeah that's what i you, saw you were talking too. about that before too i was The Tears for Fears. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. twice you've used them on this show now. They're good, man. Different songs. Seems to fit your moody tracks pretty well. There's the tempo change I was talking about. <laughs> Good. 
Wow. Good job, Ian. That was really cool. Yeah. I like so, the, thank the you. effects you put on there. That did something that some of the other tracks that we've done on this show before hasn't done, where because it was one extremely long piece of music, at no point did it start to get that like halfway point drag. So I'll just say that real quick, but go ahead and break that shit down for us, buddy. What'd you call that? Uh, yeah, so I called that uh, Shout It From The Mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, it is Shout by Tears For Fears and uh, Mountains by Hans Zimmer from the Interstellar score. The fucking man. Uh, yeah, the Interstellar score absolutely fucks. Um, my sibling and I both love it so much. And uh, it's funny, she she has told me that uh, she'll actually put that on uh, like when she's working out. Wow. Or just anytime she's like driving <laughs> late at night. That's an intense she gets workout. <laughs> burnt up to the Interstellar soundtrack. But yeah, I, I love that movie. And that, that song in particular. So the scene that it's set to is if you haven't seen Interstellar, is they like land on this like planet and it's covered in water. And they see what they think are mountains off in the distance, but it turns out they're actually, like, huge waves that are coming towards them. (laughs) And so then they have to make, you know, like, this hurried escape out of it, and it's a very high-tension scene. And also, the other thing is that, like, time works differently on this planet, so it's like they have a station that's up orbiting, and so there's, like, a weird time dilation thing, which is why you could hear those, like, really stretched-out shouts. Mm Mm-hmm. I wanted to put those in because I thought that that was a fun little sort of touch uh, to the, you know, the the theme of, of the song and wow. the scene that it depicts. But but yeah, that song in particular, there's a lot of really good stuff on the Interstellar score. And I went back and forth, but I was pretty set on that one. I listened to a few others that I thought might have been good, but I was like, ah, I knew it was going to be mountains. And then when I started hearing shout over it i was like oh fuck this is gonna be so cool and i didn't want to add anything else like i wanted to, to just keep it to those two things and uh yeah I'm, I'm glad i did so here's something that's pretty funny an observation that i just made this was a one other time during this show did you actually go above and beyond and try and like capture the essence of the song you were using or the songs you were using in order to kind of either pay respect or tell like a little bit of a story with the songs that you made and the last time that you did that was in the your mom's favorite song challenge (laughs) where you also use tears for fears yeah (laughs) that's funny so i honestly had not thought about that props to you for your extremely unintentional but absolutely dead-eye continuity (laughs) (laughs) yeah i guess i don't know man tears for fears fucks yeah that was that was really good dude Uh, I, i really liked that a lot that was tight yeah the other song that I was thinking about, I said that I had two that I knew it was going to be one or the other, and it was either something from Interstellar or the final, uh, the score from The Lion King mm. uh, <laughs> in like the final scene when Simba is ascend, uh, ascending Pride Rock. Were we hanging out one time uh, just listening to music and you played that? <laughs> I probably did because I, I will turn it on anytime because it can legitimately make me cry just like out of nowhere when I listen to that, it gets me so hype when I <laughs> was a senior in high school uh, and uh, I did theater and it was the opening night of my like last play that I was going to be doing at high school. And before I went in for my like curtain call, I sat in my car, 
listened to that song and wept openly. <laughs> this is so fucking cute. <laughs> but, oh, Ian, you're so precious. I know. But I, I was listening to it and I was just I can't hear anything over this. It's like, too, it's too this, perfect. This isn't like, it. It's know. too perfect. Yeah. Can't ruin it. Well, speaking of perfection. Oh, shit. All right. (laughs) I guess we got to go ahead and see what Ryan brought. (laughs) Ah. Oh, yeah. Sean Carpenter, baby. going on in there break it down yeah so um i call that halloween juice and it's uh, <laughs> the, it's in three kind of <laughs> Ian, liked, Ian likes that one um, take a sip of my halloween juice <laughs> take your little sip of my halloween juice let mr jack-o'-lantern and take you on his wings into the sunset but uh, <laughs> uh um, yeah, so that's the Halloween theme by John Carpenter and Blue Monday by New Order is the is the first part. Um, mm. That part was a little tricky because uh, the Halloween theme, which I really wanted to use, is in 5-8 time. Mm. Um, oh, God. And, and Blue Monday's in 4-4, and most songs are in 4-4. Um, I was kind of trying to look for hip-hop songs that were in 5-8, and apparently like the first half of an Eminem song is, and I was like, I'm, no. I don't know of any songs off the top of my head that are in 5-8 time. That is a weird time signature. Is it Money in 5-8? The Pink Floyd song? Uh, I think that's 7-8. Yeah, it's 7-8. Mm, never mind. Um, 
seven eight is way is still weirder than four four, but it's more common. Um, just just because the way it flows is a little more natural for people. But um, yeah, so I had to I had to cut up Blue Monday a good bit to just add an extra beat in every measure. Um, it wasn't too bad, um, because there's a lot of pauses in that song anyway. Um, and you know the New Order's whole singing style is to be kind of flat and off key, so I didn't you know worry too much about getting everything perfectly in key it there. Worked. Um, then the, uh, Beetlejuice theme by Danny Elfman and, uh, in the end by Lincoln Park. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know why, but something about like the way that, uh, the Beetlejuice theme feels. Cause it's like really like, bah, 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 you know, um, it just, like, I was just thinking like, yeah, let's put something crappy over there. So yeah, I put <laughs> not <laughs> something popular. I won't say that. that and that was one of my like. favorite albums in uh, in high school, and I can still go back and listen to it very fondly. But, I still um, listen to some tracks from that album. Yeah, me too. But yeah, so so did that, and then the the third part is the title track from Drive, mm. um, and mm. Power by Hatsune Miku. Mm, and nice. uh, drive has a lot of good stuff on that mm-hmm. that has a good score it for does sure. that's that's like where i went to first but most of it is um songs it's like some of it is soundtrack yeah, most, yeah. most of it is too much to soundtrack so i was like that's not gonna work and i was like didn't it have a really good like main theme and then i looked mm-hmm. it up and was like yeah this is good yeah, ended on some like nice high energy and then like the little like outro with the do 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 yeah um, i'll say my favorite part is um even separated from the context of like both coming from horror movies and separated from the context of those characters, the Halloween theme leading into the Beetlejuice theme just makes me think of like, like a, a slasher killer, like Michael Myers. And then just like, <laughs> like a clown comes like sneaking yeah. up behind him. Like, and he doesn't realize it. And then the clown like kills him. And Damn. it's like, I'm the movie monster now. I should have done fucking killer clowns from outer space. They got some good tracks in that, in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so, so what'd you guys think? It was really good. Yeah, I thought it was. I I really enjoyed it. Um, the Halloween theme and Blue Monday. The the vibes were very similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they blended really well. I I could tell like the timing was a little weird. Yeah. And now knowing now that the uh, the Halloween theme is in five eight, I cannot blame you for that <laughs> at all. Um, but I, I was thinking to myself, I was like, yep, I can absolutely see why he picked this to go over <laughs> it. Like this is very appropriate for this song. I thought the use um, of both the uh, the in the end and Beetlejuice, it was like a like a similar time. Like I can I can see us in high school just <laughs> yeah, enjoying both Beetlejuice of those things. The hybrid theory. Yeah, yeah, I can just so perfectly visualize it that that was that was just kind of a a delicious part for me. <laughs> you you kind of have a fun sandwich of like the first part and the third part are both kind of like matching vibes like go together well and then you have the middle part which is just kind of silly (laughs) but it works because like beetlejuice is kind of a you know it's got that sort of silly feel to it so then to have in the end over it yeah and the drive soundtrack makes a fun contrast the drive (laughs) soundtrack at the end that little fade out was mm, 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 like that one yeah well hey guys um we're talking about movies. Oh, shit. Oh, man. And we're talking about film scores. <laughs> and also, the Oscars were, uh, I believe in the time stream we're dropping this just last Sunday. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. guess what? It's time for a movie mashup minute. So, the movie mashup minute, what I do is I take uh, various films, motion pictures, I smash them together. 
I give Shane and Ryan a smashed up synopsis, and then they have to tell me what the crossover title is. And this week we have a theme. Is it the Oscars? It is not. Well, sort of. Uh, so each of these, at least one of the films in each one was either nominated or won the Oscar for best score. Okay. Oh, okay. So we'll see. <laughs> we're just going to jump right in. Hope we know the movies. First one. A renowned dressmaker's fastidious life is disrupted when he is discovered by two Jedi Knights who believe him to be the fabled chosen one meant to bring balance to the Force. Oh, the Phantom Thread Menace or something like that? What is it? It's the something thread. Is you're, the you're on the right track. No, you've, you've, you've got the right track. You just need to get the words in the correct order. Oh, come please. on. Phantom Menace Thread? I was just going for Star Wars Episode One, The Phantom Thread. Oh, okay. Or the Phantom Thread. He gets it. I, I, got I didn't it. have I anything. Got you it. get it. You get it. You get it. You get it. It's fine. I didn't have All anything. Right. So that's one point to Ryan. Which which right. one? The it wasn't Star Wars, was it? Mm, no, it wasn't Star Wars. It was uh, Phantom Thread. <laughs> uh, and I, I'm not sure if it won. I didn't denote if it won or if it was a nominee, but it was a nominee. Did John Williams even do the least. score for the other Star Wars movies? I think so. Yeah, he did all of them. Pretty sure. I mean, he's got like what else a is whole he doing? Cabal of composers <laughs> that are basically his indentured servants that do all his shit for yeah, him. Yeah, someone did it, and he put his name you on it. You didn't hear so. it from me. Please don't sue us. He's pretty. He's a, he's a high up at the Music Research Institute, so I really should watch myself. Anyway, next movie. <clears throat> After serving as a bridesmaid 27 times without getting married herself, a young woman grapples with her idea of love when she becomes pinned by a boulder while rock climbing and must ask herself how far she's willing to go to survive. 127 dresses. There you go. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. That is for Ryan. I haven't seen any of these movies. I haven't seen any yeah. of the four movies that we've mentioned so far. He's just very fond of Katherine Heigl. <laughs> yeah. Just likes to follow her in the, in the trade mags. All right. Next up. <clears throat> The sister of a legendary con man tries to live up to her family name by building a team to rob the Met Gala. But when they become trapped at a stagecoach stopover by a vicious blizzard, it soon becomes apparent that not everyone there is who they say they are. Uh, Hateful Oceans 8. Oh, yep. Nice. Yes, I got, I got Oceans 8. I did not know if that was Oceans 8. I've seen the Hateful 8, but I didn't... Uh... I, I couldn't tell you what that movie's about. It's, Mary Lee, if everything. you're listening hey. to this, thank you for showing me The Hateful Eight. Wow. Hateful Eight is a great movie, it and it's got a good score. And Neo Morricone, longtime collaborator of Quentin Tarantino and a really good composer. All right, number four. The polar caps have melted, and most of the globe is underwater. While searching for the mythical dryland, a mute janitor falls in love with a strange fishman and vows to free him from captivity. Oh my god, why can't I remember the name of this Guillermo del Torbo movie that I love so fucking much? Um, oh, what I would give to just pick up my phone right now. Well, I know both of the movies, but for some reason I can't remember the name <laughs> of Guillermo del Toro's movie. Water's in the name, right? Yeah. Fuck. Fuck, why can't I remember? My girlfriend's yelling at me right now if she's listening to this because I've seen this movie so many times. Oh, The Shape of Water World. 
Oh, there fuck. it is. Shape of Water I was water hoping world. that if I remembered the name of the Shape of Water, that it would give me the the idea of what the first movie <laughs> the other, was. The other one was. Still didn't know. Uncultured. <laughs> I've never seen Waterworld. Me neither. And also, surprisingly, that was not the Oscar nominee for best score. It was, in fact, Shape of Water. That makes way more sense. I, I, I guess Waterworld must have been a big movie, but like everything about it just seems like a joke for some reason, and I don't know yeah. why. I don't know. On the surface, if you say, hey, this is a movie where a lady fucks a fish, you might think that was a joke, too. But it's a beautiful film. It's a beautiful film. <laughs> and it also With won the Oscar for score. Best Picture that year. It's really fucking good movie. It's a good Guillermo movie. I just Toro watched it with Jill is very recently. It's an extreme talent. I cry hard at the end of The Shape of Water when, like, at the at the end, you Spoilers. know, with, like the voiceover thing. No, I'm not spoiling anything. But at the end, when the dude's doing the voiceover, I fucking mm. cry hard. Yeah. Uh, so make sure you turn into our Shape of Water fan cast, <laughs> the cast of water. You can watch uh, us fucking cry and drown in our tears. Yeah. All right. Now, so Ryan currently has three and Shane has one. However, Shane, you can still come back. This last question, both films were nominated. Both of the films were nominated for uh, best film score. So it's worth two points. It's worth double. Oh. So it's worth two points. So you could tie it up. And of course, I don't have a tiebreaker again. So, <laughs> That's fine. Um, we'll get it like we'll five back, episodes later. Yeah, it's cool. All right. A young Chinese warrior steals a sword from a famed swordsman and then escapes into a world of romantic adventure where he meets a crippled mythical dragon that he must learn to ride in order to save his clan. Oh. So, I mean, one of them's how to train your dragon, but I don't know the first one. How to? I will give you the. I'll be. I'll be nice. I'll give you the release. Year. How to train your last dragon? <laughs> I don't no. think it's the last dragon, but the last dragon's a great fucking movie. How to train your crouching tiger and your <gasps> hidden dragon? Yes. Oh. Whoa! There it is. Whoa. You shouldn't have given me how it. to train your dragon, or I wouldn't have got it. It's fine. This is this is all an exercise in collaboration. That's why we're down here. That's true. Thanks, man. All right. Well, we're going to leave it tied up for now. Um, next time we do the movie mashup minute, maybe we will uh, declare a victor. As of now, but, I'm still winning. Yep. Shane's winning. Yeah. Which is crazy because I never know any of these movies. <laughs> just you just have to know lucky. their names. You just have to know their names. Yeah. It, it, it requires the most surface level knowledge of any of these movies. I don't even so. have that. <laughs> well, you're winning. Lucky. So Yeah, I guess I do. Yeah. I don't know. All right, well. Anyway, that's um, it for this week's Movie Mashup Minute. If I could grab you boys for a moment and just lead you kindly away from the Movie Mashup Minute and over to this this nice, sunny bench where we may have a quick cut. It's beautiful. Cut. How'd you get the sun down here? It's just a bunch of lamps. Don't worry about it. Um, okay. The quick cut I would like to do this week, since we were talking about movie and film scores, uh, what's your guys' favorite movie? And does the soundtrack slap? I'll go first. Hackers and yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hackers. Man. I've watched Hackers. Oh, well, that's probably not true. I was going to say I've watched Hackers more than any other movie, but I think even though I haven't watched it in a couple years, I think my reserves of how many times I watched The Room are so goddamn full from when I would go to the uh, the theater that would show it every month every month for multiple years um i watched that movie a lot 
and uh but but no yeah hackers is like a fucking perfect movie and people like to make fun of it you know because it's like unrealistic but like it's so clearly not intended to be unrealistic and um even and like a lot of people are like oh Ryan you're a software engineer shouldn't you hate this and it's like no because i wish this is what i did <laughs> I, w- <laughs> I so wish it was like this this is so great um but it's, it's just a great movie about friendship it's got angelina jolie in it it's got Penn Jillette in it. It's, a lot it's of a people f- wearing sunglasses, right? A lot of people wearing sunglasses inside at night looking just at their computer sick. screen. Just sick. Sick keyboards, awesome names like Crash Override and Acid Burn and Zero so, Cool. So tell us about the soundtrack. Is it just full of banana bass? There's a banana 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 Like that late 90s. Early two hundreds, like techno house kind of kind of beat. Two hundreds, two hundreds. Yeah, you, you you fucking heard me. You fucking heard me. I didn't fucking make a mistake. Throat singing and banana bass. Check the date, baby. <laughs> Look, we've got some deep archives over at the the uh, the Music Research Institute, yeah. and they they wrote some shit that slapped in the 200s that uh, cannot be heard by people today we actually are we don't we don't have like right. the antibodies yeah yeah we we don't have the right antibodies in our system to listen to that music it would just it would kill us instantly make you sick yeah sick beats that's where it came from that's where it came from a lot of like it's yeah. it's been a lot of people don't you know, know people has if have slangified it but sick beats it's a cautionary tale yeah you look out um stay off the dark web but you know, yeah, it, it's a lot of like very energetic electronic music, um, and it's fucking, it's it's just real fucking good. And I have it on laserdisc. Hell yeah, uh, the ideal format for that movie, I think. Absolutely, it's good. Ian, so to reference the our mom's favorite song episode again, I'm about to sound like her when I called and asked for my favorite song, and she was or asked for her favorite song, and she was like, my favorite song. Ah. I don't know. You're putting me on the spot because that's legitimately how I feel. It's a hard. So you just, just don't have a favorite a favorite movie. Mo- well, like I have a lot movies. of different favorite. No, I love movies. I ostensibly more than you guys do. What movie have you gone out of your way to watch the most? Or what movie could you watch again right now, regardless of however many times you've seen it, and not only want to watch it but have fun watching it all the way through? <laughs> Understand that this, I mean, is, this is usually sound, what makes it your favorite movie. Yeah, I mean, this is going to sound like an easy answer, but is it it's, honestly, it's, the, it's the reason that... No, I'm going to say Interstellar, honestly. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. Like, when you asked the quick cut about, like, what could you experience again for the first time? I was like, Interstellar. Mm. Like, what movie <laughs> yeah, will I, like, did. put on whenever? I will fucking put on Interstellar. I use the fucking Interstellar score because it fucking slaps. Like, you just I really like all of Christopher Nolan movies. Like, Matthew McConaughey's fucking performance in that is a fucking powerhouse. Can people it's, leave Matthew McConaughey alone? Like, he's kind of a he's funny great. clown. Everybody likes him. Like, on social media. But that man is a talent. Uh, he's yeah, a, dude, he's he's a great. treasure. I'll protect him. Um, Unless he's a shithead secretly, then I won't. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he is. He seems like a nice dude, but who knows, man. Yeah, that movie's great. Interstellar. I have so many more favorite movies. That's such a reductive answer for me, but I won't. Would you like to list Uh, some more? If they've got like cool soundtracks, just 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 list like three real. Okay, quick. other yeah. other one would be like Catch Me If You Can is another great movie um, with with a really good kind of jazzy soundtrack. Uh, 
And the last one I'll say, the movie that I'll watch anytime that I need to cry, mm. like, hands down, like, I need to cry is Big Fish. Oh, man. Um, That's just emotionally manipulative, too. That <laughs> and, movie, it's just set to tug you know, on them. Yeah. And and it's got a good score. It's a Danny Elfman, Tim Burton joint, I'm pretty sure. It is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's like my go-to. Like, I need to weep for a minute. I'll get myself a bottle of wine, a pint of Ben and Jerry's, <laughs> and I'll fucking sit down and watch Big Fish and have myself a cry. Do you have any of those, Ryan? That'll just always slap you in the mouth and make you cry. Um, yeah. I mean, like I mentioned earlier, Shape of Water always, always. Like I saw it in the theater a couple times, cried each time. Seen it at home a couple times, cried each time. But um. I don't know. They're like, and I don't mean that that I'm like a big tough dude because I cry at movies a fair bit. It's just that like it kind of happens enough that it doesn't stand out to me too much. I'm trying to think of like the last movie I saw and it was in theaters and I just can't remember what it was. But um, yeah, so Shape of Water. Cool. Good shit, fellas. Thanks for playing. Oh, my favorite movie is Lost in Translation. <laughs> That's a good one. Kevin Shields of My Bloody Valentine did the soundtrack. Now let's go to my segment, The Judgment. Oh, right. Okay. (laughs) Okay, The Judgment. So, the winner of the film score soundtrack is Ian. (gasps) Oh my god. However, The Quad. However, uh-oh. The bounty tracks or films were Jurassic Park, either Blade Runner, and Halloween. Oh, you put that one on there specifically for him. <laughs> no, I put it on there because I fucking track. love John that Carpenter is, is. and literally have been listening to John Carpenter while I played video games with Ryan. I was listening to it two different nights when we were playing. And I was nice. thinking about the challenges and I was like, man, if there's one John Carpenter movie, Halloween is my favorite horror movie. So mm-hmm. just pick it. Just pick it. And that was why I asked about horror movies at the beginning. When you said that, you were like, well, uh, I was like, okay, there's, there's a decent chance he used it. But I thought that would have been really difficult to put music to. So I didn't think it was a real it possibility. <laughs> so I think it was a very fair one to put down. But yeah, I mean, congratulations, Ian. But Ryan, you get to, you get to fuck this boy's shit up. Ooh, I can't you wait. Better use it well. You gotta knock me off the throne, yeah, sir. The four Pete. Holy shit! Four. Congratulations, Ian. I'm just shit. I'm on fire. I'm just this shit. clone is on fire. Alicia Keys, please don't sue us. <laughs> clone is on fire. Anyway, all right. Now let's consult the algorithm to see what we have next week. Okay. All right, so this is going to be a very high-energy challenge for you fellas because the challenge you have next week is a song from a pump-up playlist. This is a gym playlist, a running playlist, uh, you know, just like a getting shit done playlist. Uh, It's TCOB, baby. Whatever you listen to to pump yourself up, to take care of business. This is perfect. I have a really big uh, gym playlist that... I haven't been able to use since we've been down here because um, they still haven't added. They still haven't added the gym wing, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's going to well, be good. I got to go in on your clones and do some editing. I know I fuck around with that more than you do. But I know you're jacked as shit, bro. Yeah, yeah. He's had time now. Yeah. Super beefy. Yeah, I've got a really big uh, playlist, too. It's just in all caps called Let That Boy Cook. <laughs> <laughs> so that's always fun. Okay, so that is your challenge for next week. Uh, I think that'll be pretty good. Some high-octane shit, boys. I swear to God, I cannot. So I took the gym for granted, and I can't wait to get back. Yep, I can't wait until they finally let us use. Well, now that the moon madness is finally starting to... uh, to clear out of here. Don't say so that. People g- are going to think you had COVID. <laughs> <laughs> That's now fine. that they're finally finishing with yeah, the now eternal that disinfectant. Up, yeah. Now, now that they've finally gotten that, that universal disinfectant and can reopen the gym wing, I'm really fucking excited. I'm going to get yoked. We're going to get in there and just rip our bodies to shreds. Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to become useless. It's so good. All right. Well, until then, we love you. Um, leave us an Apple podcast review. We'll read it on the show. Tell a friend about the show. Just one friend. Don't bug everybody. If we use a song that that a friend likes, if they like movies, fuck it. Let them know. Check out the website, whatever. Reach out on social media. We love you. We love talking to you. Do you have a favorite movie soundtrack or what movie makes you cry like a little baby? Let us know. Let us know on Twitter. Yeah. We love you. And have a good weekend, and please don't sue us.